so I know that this particular podcast, part two, um, is a little more delayed than I intended, but life just gets crazy sometimes, and you need a minute, and I said it from the beginning, there are no rules to this game that I've created for myself, um, and so that really just kind of starts with, I... Uh, podcast when I podcast. Um, but no, I think part two, so kind of my original intent for this was going to be, you know, part one talking about moving to DC and then, you know, part two was going to be about my job because these are two kind of landmark things for me that, um, really shaped me in the past three years. And so I wanted to dedicate space and time to both of these things equally. Um, but yeah, life just gets hectic. Things get in the way. Um, and it took me some time to compose my thoughts. And I think what I realized about wanting to do a separate podcast on work was not only to talk about the ways that my job has been just such a gift and has grown me and, and changed me as a person, um, but also just to talk about kind of the theology of work that has formed in me over really probably the last six or seven years. Um, and it really started with, um, so one night I was working at Target. Um, it was a slow night. I'm actually pretty confident it was Halloween. Um, and I just happened to be working. I was closing that night. The store was really slow. Um, and I was just kind of trying to kill some time before I could start closing down registers and so I started cleaning up the front end like I always did you know picking up baskets and straightening things and then while I was doing all that I came across this box of candy that needed to be clearanced and put on the end caps and so I started you know just going through the motions of clearancing out this candy and getting it ready to go and I think anyone who worked in retail, uh, not just in Target, can tell you that those particular tasks are very mundane, very tedious, um, really mind-numbing, kind of boring. And so I'm just sitting there printing out orange sticker after orange sticker, knowing that it really was going to be wasted because the chocolate was gross and really just needed to be thrown away. But... I stood there anyways, and I was doing it, and as I was standing there, clearancing out this candy on Halloween, I just kept thinking about work, and what's the point of it, and when am I going to feel like I'm doing something that matters, and when am I going to feel like my life isn't paused anymore, you know, I had moved home from college, my friends all were graduating and getting jobs, and I was still in school, at home, living in the bedroom I grew up in at my parents' house, um, and just really, really struggling with everything about what dreams I had for my life that hadn't come true, and just having no idea what the next years of my life were going to hold, or really seeing a way out of kind of where I was sitting. And I remember thinking about Parks and Rec, which is one of my fave TV shows after The Office. And if you haven't watched it, you should, because it's a good laugh. Um, but 
I've watched it several times over, like I do with most things. And there's this one particular uh, moment in the finale where Leslie Nope is giving a speech to a bunch of graduates. She's talking about work and how much she loves her job and how much fulfillment she finds in it. Um, and then she quotes, um, she reads off this quote, um, and it's something like, I don't have it up in front of me right now, um, but I think it's quote by Roosevelt, and it just says, by and far the best gift we've been given in life is to work well at work worth doing. And that quote has stuck with me, um, quite a bit, actually, and just thinking about, you know, what kind of truth can sit in that, even for a believer, um, who has, you know, just mundane things given to us and, you know, by and far one of the best gifts that we have been given in life is to work well at work worth doing. Um, and so that kind of sparked in me this desire to know, okay, what work is worth doing? What makes it worth doing? Because right now putting orange stickers to clearance out candy bars on a slow night at a Target on Halloween didn't really feel to me like work worth doing, but it was the work that was given to me to do. And so out of this came this kind of belief in me that work worth doing is the work that's given to our hands. Um, I truly believe that we each carry within us unique impact and unique gifts and unique service abilities. And so no matter what job you bring that to, if you're doing that well, because it's made for you, it's meant for you, it's what you're given to do, and you speak to the task, the value, rather than having the task speak the value back to you, really helps kind of drive this mindset of work is worth doing because it's my testimony. It's how people see me. It's how they see Christ in me. It's how I can be perceived and share the gospel in a way that's not the most conventional. Um, And so for me, in that moment, there was this shift. And I can't say it made me all of a sudden love every part of my job and never get frustrated and never get bored with it. I mean, I did. But I think that's true of anyone. But I just remember standing there in that moment and every time from that point forward where I picked up a basket or put away a stray piece of candy or got yelled at over coupons, um, I just would always remember, this is work worth doing because someone asked me to do it. And it just has kind of shaped the way that I have approached work. And I can't say that I've been perfect at it all the time. Um, but I do think that there is value to doing work well, no matter what it is. And it just creates in you a work ethic, sure, stamina, sure, skills, sure. It can create all of these things that on paper are great. But what it does even more is establish your, your testimony as someone who, you know, works well and sets you apart as someone who just believes that things matter because they're there and just stepping up into it. Um, and so for me, that's kind of this theology of work that I've brought with me in a lot of things. And, you know, from Target, I went to substitute teaching. And then from substitute teaching, I went to your next jump.
Um, and I think that your next jump has provided me a really awesome opportunity to kind of delve even more into that theology because I work alongside people who have modeled that well of just showing up and working well because it is work worth doing. Um, and who speak value not only to the work, but to the people that you're serving. And so it so much encompasses this idea of service as much as it does this idea of just work. Um, and so there, there's never any time where it feels like it's just my job or just work or something I do from 9 to 5.30 every day. It is so much a part of my life and who I am and incorporated into how I think and function and schedule my days. Um, and I love that. I don't ever want to change that because this job has offered this unique opportunity to really serve people in a really stressful time in their life and a really hard time of their life. Um, there's a lot of insecurity that comes with job seeking. There's a lot of, you know, stress and just anxiety and feeling overwhelmed and just there's so many things that can weigh on you and so to just be a resource for people um to help alleviate some of that stress to take something off their plate um but also just in the way that we approach conversations and clients and it's never through you know overtly saying you're made in the image of God directly but it's treating them that way and elevating their value and elevating their worth and showing them the ways that they have done extraordinary things in their job that they missed because to them it was just work they showed up and did well because it was work worth doing and so I think for me probably the thing I love about my job the most is that opportunity to see these people in these stressful moments and to take a minute and just show them through their own work the ways that they have just shown up well and then helping my hope is through that step to see the ways that they show up in their lives in other places as well we never want to get to a point where work is our sole and only source of you know our identity or our value or our worth or self-confidence or anything like that because it's not um but we also do spend 40 hours a week doing it you'd be hard pressed to find anything else you do in your life for 40 hours a week. So it matters that your work matters. And so, um, yeah, I think that's something that I really have loved about my job and loved about the guys I work with and just the whole company culture and just this idea that, you know, it, it matters. It matters. On the most boring day, it matters. In the most boring email, it matters. Um, and I just really appreciate the ways that it's opened my eyes to the responsibility we have to show people their value and worth um, 
in every area that they participate in. So we, of course, want to elevate people's value and worth outside of just their actions and their abilities and things that they can do. But I think it also is very much our responsibility to affirm those skills, to call it out, to encourage it, to see it, to draw it out of them, and to allow them to step into it. And I think that that's something that on a personal level, my job has done for me in ways that I never would have imagined. Um... I think I shared on like the anniversary of when I had started um, just recently a couple weeks ago, you know, like this, this idea that if you had approached Becky three years ago with a job description on paper of what the operations manager of your next jump would do, I would have skipped right past that. I wouldn't have felt qualified or gifted or felt like I had any sort of ability to bring to it I would have been really insecure about it I would have really been intimidated by it and shied away and and not taken this opportunity that has grown me into you know a confident professional um and so it's something that I always will value is the ways that um I have grown into what they already believed in me to be true. Um, And just the responsibilities and the way that I show up for work and the way that I participate and the work that I do well is the work that I need to do well. And it's work worth doing because it was asked of me to do, but also because I just love it and I really value it. And I think all the time about this gift that we have from the Lord to sometimes not know what's coming down the road because we would say no to it because we wouldn't feel fit for it. And he's saying, let me make that call for you. Um, and there's this Matt Chandler quote, um, that I have shared far and wide, but it's something that I love. Um, again, just about this theology of work and how as believers we can approach it and, and bring to it a value that I feel like can be hard for people who aren't believers to maybe see because work is always perceived as this really mundane, boring, evil necessity. And it doesn't have to be, and it really shouldn't be. Um, And so there's a Matt Chandler quote, and it says, no matter what our job is, we view it not as our purpose in life, but rather as where God has sovereignly placed us for the purpose of making Christ known and his name great. If you are a teacher, if you are a politician, if you are a businessman, if you are in agriculture, if you are in construction, if you are in technology, if you are in the arts, then you should not be saying, I need to find my life's purpose in this work, but rather I need to bring God's purpose to this work. And that for me has also been huge because then when you look at things like putting clearance stickers on candy in Target or sitting in a classroom reading a book while you watch some third graders learn Mandarin or when it's when you're showing up to your work from home job on a day when there's not a lot of emails and you have to ask questions of everyone else because you don't actually have the answers um, and you can feel like you're not adding value. Um, And on the days when things are going great and you are killing it on running the front end of Target and 
you are everyone's favorite substitute teacher and you've done a great job at work getting things rolling and handling, you know, a busy day or tough clients or anything like that. On both ends of that spectrum, it can be found this truth of I need to, I don't need to find my life's purpose in this work, but I need to bring God's purpose to this work. And God's purpose is to love, redeem, and bring in his children. Um, through the gospel. And so whatever ways that we can bring that purpose to our work, we're accomplishing kingdom work. You don't have to be called to ministry to minister. You don't need to be called to be a pastor to shepherd. You can do these things no matter where you are in your life. Um, And I think that's something I really have always believed so strongly in is this desire that I have to wholeheartedly serve and be a part of ministry and having spent a lot of my life not being able to find those opportunities I have instead found this theology of work that lies underneath all of it um, that working well at work worth doing matters because we don't find our life's purpose in the work but we bring God's purpose to the work. And in doing that, we are speaking value to the work rather than having the work speak value back to us. And so we get to decide how much it matters and we get to decide how much effort goes into it and how much we want to strive and push and grow and, and grab that thing and do it well. And so I think that that is kind of why this podcast ended up in a disjointed two-parter was because I wanted to kind of share why my work is as much a part of my move here as just the act of moving here itself. Um, And why I find it so important to mark each date specifically in reflecting on anniversaries because despite the fact that I moved on August 11th and started work on August 15th, in those days lie two different versions of Becky because there was the one who was confident and sure that she was supposed to be in DC and then there's the other one that was insecure and afraid that she wouldn't live up to the expectations needed of her in work and so I get to look back and see the way that each version of myself within the span of those four days has grown and changed and and really become this one person again but this person who just really knows that my life's purpose is to always speak God's value and worth to other people and to show them the ways that they matter and ways that they might not be seeing it and just speaking that over them. And I can't think of a better job to be able to do that. So yeah, work well at work worth doing because we do not find our life's purpose in this work but rather bring God's purpose to this work and in doing so we speak value at the work rather than having the work speak value back to us and that is going to shift the whole ground on which we stand 
when we approach it with the mindset of this is God's purpose and sovereign place for me and it is my duty to steward it well. So yeah, it's been three years now of working at this job and I will be here until they tell me I can't be. Um, because I really do love it and it really even on its most mundane regular day is a gift and I never ever want to forget that because of who it's made me as a person of who it's made me as a professional and the opportunities it's given me to speak gospel truth over people and their lives without ever having to speak a word of it specifically but just instead see the value and worth of a whole human being and make sure that when they walk away from any interaction with our company, they're feeling that. Whether we've said it or not, they know that this company is different because we see them as a whole person and want to draw out the best parts of them, but don't attribute their whole worth just to those parts. So... I love your next jump. I love being a part of that team. I will be there until they tell me I can't. And hit your girl up if you need some resume help or some job search help. Because I got the hookup. <laughs> so that's all for now. Let's rant again later.